0: Welcome to the Fit to Be Fathers podcast, the show that discusses parenting tips and tricks, fatherhood experiences, and delicious food, all while trying to maintain that perfect dad bod. Now, introducing your hosts, Mike Price and Dan Prodsman. Well, back in, uh, back in person this week, Mike. I know. We're back in the studio. Well, How cool say, is that? Yeah. It's... Episode 11. Man, we're we're cranking these out. I, I like it. I like we're back on a pace. Yeah, uh, doing it virtual has definitely helped, but there's nothing quite like doing it in person. What seeing I can see you across the seeing your big, uh, beautiful, bald caveman oh, face. There, there it is. <laughs> so no, it's uh it's good weekend. It's a, little, a little chilly out today. How's Paleo going? It's going. I've uh I finished now two whole weeks. Um, we had a little bit of beer on Friday night. Right. Um, that I just literally had. Not much. I had a little bit more whiskey, but just hanging out. Um, But we did just barbecue, which Mm. was perfect because I just ate meat. Um, (laughs) The girls and the other guy ate mac and cheese and potatoes, and I just kind of sat back. So um, I have been learning the hardest thing about this is if you don't have stuff prepped. Uh, The hunger hits you, and it hits you hard. I'm sure it does. And And it's so
1: easy to just fall back into, uh, you know... Just eat whatever you want.
0: Well, it's like what's quickly available when you're hungry and it's everything processed. So you're like, okay, I'm trying not to go down the whole paleo processed foods. Sure. I'm trying not to go into too much of the paleo baking stuff yet. I want to get down to a more comfortable week before I start dabbling into the stuff that
1: can lead me back the other direction. Have you have you noticed <clears throat> whenever, if you fell off, if you go back to the, the processed junk does it does it mess with you like your stomach? Does it make you feel like... So I haven't gotten off yet. Okay, so well, that's, that's great. That's
0: just it. When it, when I'm in doubt, so on the road it's been great because I have I've prepped everything that Sunday night before. So I've got to do a bunch of food prep today for this week too. But um, I found the best thing when I'm home is just cook an egg. So I just I get the stove out, throw an egg on there, and it satisfies me enough to figure out what my next move is.
1: Well, you're eating more than just one egg.
0: Well, no, like in the moment I'll throw just one egg. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So just, just like a snack. Um, like a,
1: like scrambled or just throw or a just fried whatever. egg on. Just and fried and egg. Pop it off. And There's pop nothing them better out than a fried it. egg man.
0: Yeah, a little little hot sauce in there and mm-hmm. just put it down. But um the having fruits available, vegetables available is is great, obviously. Sure. Um, but when you're like hungry for like protein, um, it's nice to have that stuff prepped. So I did uh, I did some grilling last night. Uh, we've got some steaks in the sous vide so, so, I can just flash them off tonight and throw them in the, in the Tupperware. I got some bison meatballs i to do, some lamb meatballs. I found that's great just to have a little, like a two ounce ball of bison or lamb. Mm-hmm. And it's just some nice lean, quick protein, uh, in the moment.
1: Are you getting tired of cooking yet?
0: Yes and no. <laughs> I've actually, so it's that healthy combination of sure. enjoying the cooking right. again, because you are cooking more. Sure. Um, I find I I do really enjoy cooking. It's just a matter of you have to create the time for it. Mm -hmm. The process is time intensive, so you've got to have available time. The hardest aspect is this is now week 14
1: of the year, Mm -hmm. and I've been on the road for every one of them. (laughs) Um, So you're feeling guilty cooking and having your wife and daughter and taking time away and...
0: Yeah, it's just when I when I want to have some time at home, and sure. the time at home I have is very much scheduled and scripted, right. uh, especially when you're uh,
1: car shopping around. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You said car shopping? Yeah. So, so all of your free time is
0: spent doing other things? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, we actually, as you know, have pulled the trigger, but we have been looking the last few weekends where... It's it's hard because you get a certain amount of time at home, yeah, and you get home Friday afternoon, Friday evening. Mm-hmm. You first thing you do is you want to spend time with you know the kid and the wife, and yeah. um, just kind of acclimate back to being home, knowing you have forty eight hours to fifty two hours before you're on the road again. So, all right, how do you manage that time well? You have to turn it work off, right? Get back into. You know, uh, at home mode. Yep. The same time with my job, I have stuff going on all weekend with work anyway, so sure. it's hard to turn it off completely. We've right. had, um, we're doing some new books right now, working through chapter progression and titles, and it's like every three hours another message from my dad saying, "Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this?" So, throw that in the mix, plus uh, you know the stuff that. My wife wants to do on the weekend, <laughs> right. plus trying to get some workouts in, trying to focus on me, getting some clear headspace, doing laundry, recording a podcast, recording a <laughs> podcast, and then uh, cooking and packing up ready to go again. It's uh, it's, it's pretty scripted. So we've been, we've been car shopping the last few <laughs> weeks and the worst part about it is right when you hit the point of, okay, I think this is what we want. And then you guys, you know, change your mind, right. and or it's not available, or sure. the cards aren't just not lining up,
1: or it's fifteen thousand dollars over yeah. MSRP.
0: Yeah, because that's we just decided to mark stickers up nowadays. Um, <laughs> so then you're like, okay, well, couldn't we have started with that? Right. So there goes there goes four hours of a Saturday. Oh yeah! And now all of a sudden you feel time crunched, right. and there's nothing worse than trying to relax on a weekend when you feel crunched and pressured for time. Oh yeah! So uh, yeah, that's been that's been fun.
1: Yeah, you guys took this uh, the, this beach um, prep to a whole new level. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things where look, I, I, I believe when it comes to car shopping, there has to be some catalyst involved, sure. or you'll never pull the trigger. Right. Um, so for some people it's I just want this model for right. some people I want this color I want mm-hmm. this feature I've been waiting for this for a while and I've just been looking for it others it's hey I need a bigger car or a different type of car based on what's going on in my life and it's safe to say, starting a family, that definitely throws you into oh, a yeah. different mindset of a car. Absolutely. So unless you're you know, Mike Price and you just like the different accessories <laughs> or colors,
1: and then you trade a car every four months. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You act like I've had, uh, I don't know, eight cars in, in eight years? How many cars have you had in eight years, Mike? <laughs>
0: You, you open the door on this one. I'll, I'll gladly walk through and yeah, just, just yeah, poke just, my head in. Just slam it in my face. Let's just, see. poke my head and see how many cars are in this garage of yours.
1: I don't remember how many years it's been. How many been. trucks has it been in the last just five years? More. How many trucks? Let's see. You had so the Tundra. I, I had the Tundra. I had the big gray one. I had the, the gray Super Duty, and now I have the big red Super Duty. Yeah, which... But, so, contrary to popular belief, I would have kept the gray Super Duty. You said this about every car.
0: Before, let's you've already so we're gonna go down this this okay, rabbit hole. So fine. those are three trucks. You had the
1: Jeep before that. I had the Grand Cherokee before that. Before that, I had the the Wrangler. Wrangler. Before that, before the Wrangler, I had a Jeep Compass. Yep. Before that, before that, I had um I had a Mazda pickup truck. I don't
0: and think then, I knew you then. Yeah,
1: and then okay. before that, my first car I ever had. Was a, a Ford Focus
0: okay? But in the eight years I've known you, it's been six
1: cars. It's been a couple. Wow, that's been wild. a couple. And my wife has had two, and uh-huh. you've had one,
0: <laughs> and it's not even mine. <laughs> it's not even yours. It's my business car. <laughs> it's not I, I even had, yours, I right. had one car, and I ended up selling it to my dad. So right. uh, anyway,
1: yeah, um, you know, I always, I always, uh, you know, hey, it take w- their own. Yeah, right. I... <laughs> I always think I need the, the the best and the newest and obviously after the fact think it, it was a, a dumb decision. But I will say from the, the gray truck to what I have now, the only reason I did it is because they gave me three thousand dollars over what I paid for it for having it for two years. I'm like plus it was a diesel and with me having a work vehicle I Hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, you can psych yourself out and think, oh, you have a diesel that sits around. You're going to have to do all this maintenance because you have a diesel truck that's made to work every day and it's just sitting in your driveway doing nothing. So, you know, I'm sure it would, would have been fine, but... I just figured the uh, the car salesman has a calendar reminder, that, like <laughs> right,
0: exactly. every every sixteen months to pop up and say call Mike about a new car. Yeah, well, so I think ironically, we're coming up on that now. Yeah,
1: ironically, my last two trucks I've bought from the same guy, so oh, I'm see. sure <laughs> he's going to call me in a couple months. And be like, hey, man, uh, we got a, a new li- deal for he's you. He's probably listening to this now, and he's <laughs>
0: this will be the trigger reminder. For right, exactly. Sale. So, but when you were looking at your your wife's car most recently,
1: <clears throat> right? Yeah, the family so she didn't it. Oh, absolutely. So when so she had a uh, just a. Uh, a Honda Civic um, which was nice right but then we got married we were married for a couple years and eventually we we knew we wanted to start a family um, so we we were him in and hall and she was like oh I wanted to get a pilot or this or that like she definitely was in the mindset of she wanted an SUV um, never really didn't have a brand specific of what she wanted now granted this was Six years ago seven Mm -hmm. years ago so like some of the popular things like nowadays like the telluride and uh, the palisade all those all those things were not like available back then so we she she always thought that she wanted a pilot um which we test drove and she didn't like she said it's oh it's too big it's too big i'm like well you want an suv so like i don't i don't know <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. An SUV is going to be bigger, right? So then we we test drove the, the Highlander, and mm-hmm. uh, she really liked it, and ended up um, picking that as, as the car that she wanted. But of course, you know, we go there, and we're like, you know, we want the we want the Highlander. That's the the Platinum with the moonroof and this and that, and sure you know you look on online at the the sticker price online and it's like oh it's x amount of dollars so you go there and you're like hey we want this platinum that your online price is at. and they're like well you know factor this in and that in then it's like 15,000 more i'm like you didn't advertise that they're like yeah well you know it's fine print and it's fine print we but we have this one you can have this one it's the, right. it's the step down well, so it's like beat and switch right in the moment you're like it's a step down from what i want like it's almost borderline assaulting. Like, I have the money. I can pay for it. Yep. But, you know, so we settled. We settled. I guess she settled with, with the, the Highlander, the, the Limited, um, which has the heated seats and, you know, the sunroof and the third row. And, you know, honestly, it's, it's been great, right? It's, it's, it's a smaller SUV, but it's, yeah. it's big enough that when we had CJ um, and even having B, you know, it's it works. But I can see in the next... I don't know, three to five years when they start like actual sports where they have sports bags and this and that, we're going to run out of room. Like, yeah. and, and I don't want to say that we're going to need a new car and need the space, but, but we're going to need the, the we're going to need the space. But honestly. it's like I said,
0: so catalyst dictate the, right? the purchase. Sure. So for us, similar concept where we, we both have had a, she had a, uh, Tucson, mm-hmm. and I have the RAV4, right. which both small mm-hmm. mid-size SUVs. Right. Um, both have liked our cars. Now, yeah. hers has had some issues at the end of the line, and uh, we've been, I've been wanting her to get a new one. The heat went out, and we're like, oh, we don't want to pay for this. Did
1: it go out like in the middle of winter? Yeah.
0: Oh so, my god. <laughs> yeah, it was not fun. So, um, when when um, my daughter was born, mm-hmm. I've been having her drive my car on weeks, right. especially where she needed the heat. Right, But the hardest part for us, me being 6'2", her being like right around six foot. Um, very small people. Yeah, very small people. <laughs> when you put the baby seat in the
1: back sure. seat of the car. You the, don't realize uh, how much room you actually lose having a car seat behind you.
0: No, because you can't lean you can't, the chair back, right, exactly. and now it can only go so far back, and you right. had to re- pull it forward. We do not fit in the front seat with it at all. How so, many
1: how many cars did you guys go through in your process?
0: So we... Um, well, first, so that that was the catalyst. Really, right. came down to we need we need a car that a just has more space in sure. general, but b is comfortable with the car seat, yeah, um, because it's such a big deal to us. Mm-hmm. So we started down the route with because she had a Hyundai, went, went, went to see the Palisade first. Sure, we we liked the Palisade, but we didn't get into the newest version of it. Okay, um, and we were like, okay, like we we're okay with this. We think mm-hmm. we like this a lot, right? So we had talked more about it, um, went to test drive it again, but we said, you know what? There's this other one out there, too, that uh, she had heard a lot about was the Kia Telluride. Mm-hmm. So we're like, maybe we can try that, too. Sure. Um, but we looked online. There are things we didn't like about it. So like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. And just last month, they were coming out with a new Sequoia um, yeah. that's going to be coming out later this year. Yep. Which, which looks
1: phenomenal.
0: <laughs> it looks badass, yeah. right? Yeah, But to a certain demographic, it looks badass. to sure. her. It looks way too masculine yeah. and way too big sure. and
1: the gas, mudge, all this. So I'm like, so did you guys realize that you didn't want to go the route of like a, a suburban, uh, ex, ex, uh expedition, like the
0: super big. So we, yeah, we, we, when we talked to friends, right. So Kyle mm-hmm. sat there and said, you guys really want to go bigger. Like oh, yeah. you're going to always want to go bigger. It's going to kick yourself for not going bigger, but right. we're, we're not ready for that big <clears throat> a car. Right. Um, Especially because I'm on the road so much, right? Um, so we're like, all right, let's let's take a look at these other ones. So we honestly, my, we called my brother who's really big into cars mm-hmm. and said, all right, hey, we're uh, we think we're something the Palisade. We're gonna drive right now to Kia. To this was our phrase to rule out the Telluride. <laughs> okay. We got in the Kia and we're like, oh wow, like Kia's oh, changed no. the game. Wow. Like this is a whole different car than we expected. And I had. I bought a Kia Soul a long time ago mm-hmm. when they first came out, right. and um, I didn't love it, but it was okay. Sure. And then the quality just hit you in the face how poor it was, right. and i uh, really glad to not have that, and it was like, I really don't want to go down the Kia route again. but. Apparently, their designer has now come over from Audi, and they've completely oh, cool. changed the way that the, their the design. The Telly rides are sleek,
1: man. They look great.
0: They are, and they've done a nice job. With the internal and the quality's gotten much improved in the mm-hmm. last uh, probably 10, 10 to twelve years. Okay. So we really liked, ended up liking that. So now, what took us down that route, well, cue in your markup conversation. So <laughs> we found the exact one we wanted, color, scenario, everything. All right. And like, okay, that's going to be this price, uh, but by the way, we're marking up seven thousand over
1: Uh, MSRP. No, thank you.
0: I'm like, why? Well, the market. Okay, but that's like, can you? What can you do? Can you wiggle? Can you work with us? Right. No willing to work. So like, okay, well, so now we called every Kia dealer within two states, and we're talking about what their markups were. We found one in York, PA, Mm -hmm. that was only doing a thousand dollar markup, but. Their inventory was nothing, so wow. you had to you had to custom order it, Sure. which I was fine with. But that's a four to six to eight month process, oh and God. she has a friend who ordered it at one, not yeah, I guess probably four or five months ago, and she still doesn't have it. What? So it's that dry out there, that's and the crazy. market is the demand is that high and supply is that low. So it's just it made it very difficult and almost unattainable. Sure. So we said, okay, let's revisit the drawing board on this whole thing and start looking at other models. Was she dis- so we went.
1: disappointed that you had to go to back to the drawing board?
0: No, because I mean she, she's had her mind set on it, but sure. the more frustrating around it, the less she wanted it. That's so good. it's fine. Right, right. Um, we ended up trying out the Jeep Grand Cherokee L, the Atlas from Volkswagen. Yep. Next. Um, and we put them side by side. There were things we liked about one over the other. The Jeep just had a lot more technology, a lot more, um, more luxe, like features, Mm -hmm. luxurious. Yep. The Atlas was not bad. Um, but just didn't, it just felt about 20 years old on the interior. Uh, just felt out. Toyota does that too. Well, it's not. Yeah. Well, it's, that's just it. It's that, that's the German built, but yeah it's just it's more you could tell it was built for simplicity sure. and resale right um the next one we tried was the pilot mm-hmm. and we really liked that one and the price range was a lot more comfortable mm-hmm. um but again we wanted a bench seat yeah well a lot of people want the captain's seats and I again wish it,
1: we didn't get the captain's seats in conversation <laughs> with my brother he's like yeah
0: throw two kids in the captain's
1: yeah. chairs oh yeah you lose it's all a, that space. You lose space. all that space. Exactly right. Put them on a
0: bench, they'll lay down, they yep. have a place for the toys, place for yep. their pat- tablet, everything you need, you can put on that bench seat. Yep. It's like, it's, it's far underrated and people don't realize oh, it yeah. until too late. Yep. So getting that combination and what we wanted right. became impossible Cause, for the pilot.
1: Cause all the, correct me if I'm wrong, I think like 90% of pilots were all captain seats. And the ones they that are. have the bench seats, I it's think, are the highest the, models. Are they the highest models? Highest okay.
0: models or the, the very base, base, low? Very model. basic. Right. So, um, and the one we wanted at the version we wanted, they no longer made with the bench. So oh, like, of course. <laughs> so sweet, that sweet. that just became more frustrating. And that was last weekend. Okay. So that was like great. There goes Saturday. We're right, done. Exactly. And it was like five o'clock, and we're like, "Well, what about what about? Or we had a friend of ours who has a. um. Who's in touch with the Jeep dealership? Mm-hmm. Does their advertising? We're like, well, let's let's try them out and see if we can talk more about you know next steps, maybe mm-hmm. on a Jeep. Right. Well, they closed at like six. We couldn't make it in time. Sweet. So fast forward to this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, make a long story short, um, my wife went to the dealer and re looked at the Grand Cherokee L. Mm-hmm. Um, she approached the Wagoneer, and I was like, don't don't even think about it. Uh,
1: <laughs> the Wagoneer so is so nice looking. It's, it is sexy. But
0: what we learned through our friend was Jeep's done a really good job on supply. They've put mo- most of their resources towards the Grand Cherokee L and the Wagoneer okay. to make sure it's available for people. Right. The Wagoneer L or the um, Wagoneer L. The Cherokee L just came out this last year. Yeah. And really, most of the models are from this year. So not many people know about it yet.
1: The L stands for large? I don't know, actually. Because I, ha- I had a Grand Cherokee. Yeah. And compared to that, um, it's like night and day different like <clears throat> i really enjoyed my grand cherokee but i it definitely even with me being a you know a short guy five five um i felt kind of squished in my grand cherokee when i sat in in your new grand cherokee uh l i'm I was it does like, stand for long how about that does it okay yeah,
0: i thought i uh i was like that sounds too simple. It can't, uh, can't be that. Right. So it is. It's long. If
1: I mean, It feels roomy. Yeah. Like it's, it. the yeah. third row is great. You know, it's, I think you guys hit it out of the park. Well, so I hadn't gotten there yet, Mike. Oh, thanks. I mean, hold on. So uh... <laughs> a little ahead of the game
0: there. But yeah, so we ended up, we ended up finding that one. We liked that one. We went with that one. Right. So um, we looked at the features there. She re-looked at it again um, and talked about the bench seat option. Mm-hmm. We've had the perfect one set up for us. And like yeah, it got damaged coming off the truck. Oh no! <laughs> so to your story, right here is the lower model. It right. went the other direction. <laughs> it was we do have one, but it has everything. <laughs> oh, all the bells and whistles, okay. all the features, and uh, she talked them down to not far off the price. The other one, that's and, awesome. Um, our connection to our, our advertiser guy, they give us they, they give us a great deal. Mm-hmm. Um, took care of us, and I went in yesterday and was there Another, for half an hour. Uh, that's it, and just to sign stuff. She had done all the work, financial work uh, wow. of the day before. I literally walked so in. So how long was she there on Friday? Probably three hours. Oh, so. buying your car is the worst. God. <laughs> so it's I the literally, worst. I walk in, sit, shake a hand, sit down. There's this digital board. I sign like Isn't six. Isn't that ten cool? Things. The digital board to on the you know, desk. I sign like ten things and uh, here are your keys and there we went. So it was great. It was is very uh, painless. That's great. That's so. awesome. But no, so it's a uh, it's a beautiful car, Grand Cherokee L. Um, not my rad dad review right now, but, uh, no, it's, it's a, it's a great vehicle holds well. Um, and there's so much room up front with that car seat, which was like the biggest selling
1: point for us. How much junk did she have in her old car?
0: So we actually found things in the car that we thought were lost um you
1: got an early jump on spring cleaning yeah well, <laughs> which is
0: great for sure and the one was a snow brush that we've been looking for for the last three years <laughs> no shot this this like four foot long <laughs> right that you're like where on earth can this be hiding it yeah. was tucked in this like well behind the chairs It oh. she didn't know it was there okay um and then there was something else she found that we've been looking for and we're like so you should have sold your car a while ago right exactly so um now, if they're listening, oops, we did not tell them about the uh, the heat not working. So <laughs> we got extra money on our trade as well with all the peels. So that's okay. Yeah. But anyway, um, no, so it was good. So, but yeah, it's, it definitely inspired some spring cleaning. Um, uh, I think we probably need to apply spring cleaning to our garage, uh, uh, gym here, studio, yeah, whatever you call it. Yeah. The floors could be using uh, some cleaning. The... You,
1: you, say, you tell me every year. Oh, you help me with the mats. Yeah, I'll be right there. And then I come mm-hmm. the next week and it's done. I'm like, well it and. won't be done this week so I'll, I'll 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 take you up on it next
0: weekend um, yeah for sure it's
1: amazing what a little bit of spring cleaning does for like i don't know your psyche just 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 unloading everything from the winter yep. trying to purge yourself of the the weight you gain f- from the winter yeah, like tell just me about it. just you know getting ready for spring and summer be and nice all the if fun the weather activities. would participate
0: too uh, uh, it's still very cold well especially where I mean now it's when you get kids sports starting again. You get like my nephew's playing softball or not softball, T-ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, like, come watch my game. I'm like, it's a little cold it's for, me too there, cool bud. for that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you got kids now. So your kids are playing what sports now?
1: Uh, so just CJ's playing right now. He's playing. So he started, I have a funny story. All right, so he started with the cross when he was, uh, two or three, maybe two and a half to three. Yeah. Um, you know like every parent you're like oh we're gonna you know or at least people or parents that enjoy sports or think that their kids want to you know should play sports whatever because everyone's different Mm -hmm. um i played a lot of sports um growing up and and always um always envisioned when i had kids that i wanted them to play sports as well but i you know I don't want to force them to do something. If he comes to me and says, Hey, I'm not having fun or I don't want to play this. Yeah. That's fine. We'll do something else. Right. Yeah. I think that's fair.
0: I mean, for, so I was, I played football in high school and, um, I played for one year in middle school, but Mm -hmm. was over the weight limit and couldn't play. But, um, I mean, ironically enough, I would say the sport that like defined me as a person was football. And I only played for four years of my entire life. And then I played semi pro after college. Right. Um, I was going to use it do a good school for, for that, and I ended up getting a school of my own, so I didn't play in college. But uh, my buddy of mine who played for four years in college, mm-hmm. he played growing up, I'm sorry, four years of high school and in college. Um, he played you know growing up his whole life football. And we had a conversation just the other day about, hey, are you going to let your, your son play football? And his answer was no. And I was <laughs> oh, like, really? Why? And he's like, yeah, I'm, I don't want him to play. Huh. With all the injuries and especially the brain injuries, right. he's he's completely against it. I'm like, i was surprised because he's he played for so long. At right. the same time, he knows the effects, yeah. and it's, there's more out sure. there now. And right. I'm like, look, for me, it, it all comes down to I would let my kid want to do what they want to do to sure. some degree. Right. But as a parent, you have to step in when you feel you need to um, put your opinion in. So right. I respect I respect his opinion completely. Yeah, you know, it may change as he gets older and sure. wants to do things, and you know, gets more of his own identity. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's hard when you, you have to let them kind of, kind of grow and do. Yeah. Their thing.
1: So, so the first sport that we had CJ, well, so, you know, with him being two or three, we chose the sport and I never played growing up, but, um, <clears throat> I was like, I think a buddy of mine was like, Hey, we're signing our son up for lacrosse. Um, you know, it's, it's for two or three year olds. It's very basic fundamentals, this and that. And, you know, my wife and I were like, "Okay, let's uh, let's let's do this." You know, it's it, how hard can it be? You carry a stick around, and he <laughs> learns how to catch and throw. And it's yeah. just, boy, the the first time we go out there. Granted, you, I guess everyone always thinks their their son or daughter is is way more mature beyond their years oh. and, and can handle it, right? Absolutely. So, and and, and skill level. <laughs> so we get there, and it's just basically like, all right, everyone line up and we're going to do this and do that. So we get there and, you know, he has a temper tantrum and throws a fit because he doesn't, because when you get there, you just run around and do whatever. And then it's if you get there early. So then when it's time to like actually listen to the coach or whatever, you know, being a two year old or a three year old, just like, all right, let's go listen to the coach and no, he wasn't having it. So he yeah. had an epic meltdown, wow. kicking and screaming and yelling. And of course, you know you don't want to be that parent that has the kid that is making a scene. And you know, it, 10, 15 minutes later, he finally calms down and wants nothing to do with it. And I'm like, we yeah. just wasted all this money for this kid to not want to do anything. Uh,
0: but I feel like, I mean, so, so sports at that young of an age, it's more... Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's more like for the parents, and like I, th- I think so. it's a way for them to talk to the parents. Uh-huh. They they buy the most elaborate, extravagant stuff for their kid to yep. look the part, mm-hmm. and their kid could be has more interest in the butterflies exactly. flying by than listen to anything. And they're exactly not ready for it. Right. sports yet, but so it's a good. It's a good introduction.
1: We we did it for two seasons. COVID hit, so then you know, thankfully, I would say, yeah. It ended the his lacrosse career right now, <laughs> right? Because you know COVID, we had to stay home, and I was like, okay, so we kind of we dodged a bullet there. But I will say, it's it's funny watching them just from as, as small as he was develop um, from like being completely um, disinterested, wanting to do his own thing to like at the end of the eight weeks, he was he was kind of learning to carry the stick around yep. and kind of scoop the ball up. Like he was, he was putting things together and it was really, it was really cool to see that. So, you well, know, and you're developing routine. For right. too. Exactly. I think, I think routines are so important for kids, mm-hmm. especially
0: as they develop. There's right. a lot of, I mean, there's, there's so many advantages to playing sports as a mm-hmm. kid.
1: Um, you know, in general. Right. So he, we, we got through COVID and then we decided okay, maybe he's a little too young still for lacrosse. Maybe it's too many moving parts mm-hmm. with the, just having the, the lacrosse stick and, and running and learning how to catch and this and that. So we decided to sign him up for soccer. Very, in my mind, very easy, basic. You run around and kick a ball. Yep. He's been doing soccer now for two years. Yep. Really enjoys it. He's the fastest kid out there because he's the smallest kid. Which I don't know if that correlates or not, but he's he's quick. He he understands it. He's doing really good at kicking and dribbling and trapping, and he seems to really like it. So soccer is kind of where we are right now. But now he'll be five soon, <clears throat> and I just I don't know. It's one of those things that we're at least I'm struggling with is how do I start. Or is it, is it the right time to start branching them out to other so things? That's what,
0: so this is a really funny concept in our country when it comes to sports. Because I would say of kids who play sports, mm-hmm. 80 to 90% of us play soccer yeah. at the beginning of our sport career. Mm-hmm. What's funny is we look at soccer as like the gateway sport. It's like right. an introduction sport. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, this is easy. You just kick a ball. Right. So this is introductory. Then we add in like more fine motor skills with like t-ball. So mm-hmm. you have to use your arms as well and right. swing right. and you have to concentrate get your eye focusing on one thing to hit. Right. And then you introduce, you know, from there your lacrosse or, or vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're also hands, legs, connecting, mm-hmm. co- catching, controlling, right. looking at a ball, right. adding in then the defensive skills and lacrosse versus baseball. And yeah, baseball is defensive on one, on the ball as well, but it's position base right. where right. lacrosse essentially takes that whole concept across an entire soccer field sure then you throw in football which adds strategy and um more timing and cadence mm-hmm. and positions and uh different rules based on different things right where it's a much more advanced process where whereas it's kind of part rugby is a similar construct to football but way right. more relaxed in its rules right. as far as it's a continuous non-stop right you'll have you they have set rules in there mm-hmm. obviously as well but it's it's I mean, football is, you'd say, the longest play in football of physical exertion of activity or effort. It's five to ten seconds. Right. That's it. Right. And then it's over. And then yep. you start again. Right. Um, whereas lacrosse or rugby, you're moving the entire time. Or soccer. You're or mo- soccer. You're moving the entire time. But what's funny about soccer, if you figure that many people play as kids, right. you would assume... The United States, with the, the, most the size popular, right. we have of our country and the number of people who play the mm-hmm. sport, we would dominate the world in the sport. We are terrible because <laughs> nobody cares about exactly. it exactly, and it's not driven, it's not pushed, it's not sold, it's not sexy. But right. it's it's because we look at it as this introductory, beginning sport that is like beneath people. But it's
1: the biggest sport in the world. It's the biggest sport in the world, uh, by, bar, none. bar none. Bar none. Bar none. Like these dudes in and the strategy the other countries make. A bajillion dollars. But the, the
0: concept of well, there's no strategy. This there's a ton of strategy in, in football or soccer. I mean right. it's it's wild where mm-hmm. we just we look at it arrogantly, yeah, right, as we sure. do with most things in our culture. Right. And just look over it as this silly little sport. My neighbor is um he plays for I guess it's McDonough. Mm-hmm. Um and he's a phenomenal soccer player. And the kid nonstop all day just does drills and, and kicks the ball around his basement and right. like but that's looked at as like Weird here. I mean, right. it's just it's just different. Where, you know, the, in, in any part of the world, that's what they're doing. All the kids are playing soccer all day long. Right. And here it's like, oh yeah, let's do this for a while until I'm ready to advance. So it's funny right. you mentioned that because I was thinking about that as you're talking. And it's
1: like the you know NFL is so king in America. Yeah. It well, dominates cat, everything. Cat, and then the rest of the world looks at it as, oh, that's you know that's football. That's
0: cool. But think about so think about it from a, a monetary aspect. Yeah. Where if you're playing soccer. How many commercial breaks do you get in soccer? Not many. Not many, right? right? It's a non—it's a continuous clock. Yeah. Substitutions, injuries—for the most part—it's one running game, right. which means advertising aspects is on-field advertising, right? Right. So you're getting the the letter boards, the TV boards, um, the, the, the jerseys, right, right? Are marketed. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing it the whole time, sure. but different, right. and you're watching the game. Not as many advertisements. Football. I and mean, there's TV timeouts. Yeah. There's TV timeouts. timeouts. Yeah. It's built for money. Yeah. The entire organization is built around
1: money. I mean, theoretically, a, a football game should only take sixty minutes. But theoretically. <laughs> but you, you it's like a the whole time. The Super Bowl is what like five hour, hours yeah, long. four to five, five hours. hours.
0: I mean, that's it's. Uh, I think a normal games three to four hours. Right. So, but you figure that exertion, it allows them to go hard right. for that amount of time. Right. So you could you could argue the intensity of football is different or greater, but it's really the amount of injury is greater or the sure. risk is greater because your you're stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. Right. So it's just really interesting how how that all works, and this is going to get down a whole rabbit hole we don't really need to go into, but uh, <laughs> it's just fun how that stuff just evolves. But, yeah, um,
1: It's just, you know, to, to kind of bring it back, you know, so CJ will be five yeah, and come in August, and they have a, a five-year-old, flag football mm-hmm. like through the rec council and again it, to go back it's like i don't i'm at a weird spot of you know i grew up playing football and baseball and then got into ice hockey yep. later in life i really love golf it's like as a as a dad you know you want your kid to, to, do, it, your to do everything you do right, right but right. it's like well, you want to live through him a little bit. If he really likes or loves to play soccer, sure, just keep him down that path and sure. let him play all year long, or let him try different things. It's, it's, it's I'm in a very weird spot.
0: Well, I think exposure is big. I think getting mm-hmm. them to try and understand new things. So it's like when you introduced food. So right. we're doing that with, now with with my with my daughter, mm-hmm. and it's. I think you're supposed to start with yellow and orange foods first. We started with green. I think it. we talked about that <laughs> you did. last episode. Yeah, you yeah. Did. Um, So now she's she's loving butternut squash, by the way. Right. And it's so funny because we, uh, there are certain words that right now are making her laugh and uh-huh. butternut squash is one of them. But like, Uh-oh. if you say like, butternut squash, and she just, <laughs> she cracks up. But, uh, no, it's it's just funny, but what what it comes down to is you don't just feed your kid one food. You introduce until a whole until bunch they get old enough
1: where they just want chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets, hamburger, and, 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 yeah, and chips <laughs> and chips and pizza. <laughs> no, just chips. That's
0: that's your that's your kid. God, he loves chips. <laughs> but it's it's funny where it's good to expose them to multiple things. So right. I think with sports, it's similar understanding what's out there, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's good to test the waters and try different things and understand before you commit to one thing mm-hmm. that it can be applied to many things in life. Oh yeah. Um, but it just comes down to, you have to find what's in their best interest. And, um, I saw a great video online the other day scrolling through and it was like, uh, I forget who was doing the voiceover. Maybe it was the guy from better call Saul. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, when it comes to kids doing dangerous things, as long as they're doing dangerous things safely, like you want to encourage that. Right. So if they're skateboarding or if mm-hmm. they're doing something like stupid, but taking the necessary safety precautions sure. to do so, right. even if you think this kid's going to get hurt doing it, as long as it's when the control parameters, you don't want to just jump off the building, but <laughs> right. you're like, okay, like they're about to go down a ramp with the skateboard. He's wearing knee pads, elbow pads, and just put a helmet on let them try it. Like you happens, have to right? let them understand. Yeah. And if you if you panic or say, hey, wait, careful, in the moment you're going to break their concentration and that's where they're more likely to get hurt. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I've seen it firsthand. I, uh, CJ has a little uh, 18-volt four-wheeler Yep. and I, I wear a helmet every time and he's into this thing where I have a, a, a little bit of a steep hill yeah. at the house. Yeah. He'll go down and want to turn as fast as he can and as hard as he can in the middle of the hill. And I, I told him off the jump. After I saw him do it the first time and almost tip over, I'm like, dude, you're going to tip over and the, it, you're going to get hurt. Well, a couple minutes later, he rolls off and the four wheeler rolls on top of him and he just like sits up and looks at me. I'm like, are you okay? And he just gives me the thumbs up. I'm like, all right, well, I do it. And then he comes back up. I'm like, don't do that again. Like, that'll hurt. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah. I'm like, are you going to do that again? He's like, no. So like I walk them down the hill and I'm like, turn here. You can still make your turn, but right. it's less dangerous. And yeah. It only takes the one time for them to do something to be like, ah, I probably shouldn't do well, that Well, it again. goes back, there are two types of people. I'll see it when I believe it and I'll believe when I see it. <laughs>
0: exactly. And uh, it, it takes seeing it and experiencing oh, yeah. it for some people to understand it. I, mean, right. I deal with that and work all the time. Right. Um, I'll have new managers take over and it's like, yeah, all right, here's the thing. We've worked on this, we worked on this. This doesn't work. This doesn't work don't waste your time trying it what's right. the first thing they're gonna do waste your time trying it <laughs> right. sure enough a week goes by they come back like yeah this this really didn't work and it's like well, what what do you think like what do you think I'm here for right like I'm not I'm not I'm not just pretty face right so uh, I mean well, you I'm, are I'm, You're I'm pretty trying. Face. right right but uh, like I, I'm you have to listen to the experience but some people I don't know whether it's I don't know whether it's a psychological aspect of threat whether it's a psychological aspect of they have ego or mm-hmm. what, but in general or just lack of knowledge that ignorance inspires, um, you know, the ability or the want to see it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, huh, that was for you. This is for me. Right. And sure enough, I'm sorry, physics physics doesn't pick and choose uh, right. who can turn fast down hill right. and who can't Right. Uh, when it comes to that. That right. aspect and that and the kids are just too young or too small and not there enough to understand the mathematics behind that
1: so. it's, it's i don't know it's like because now i'm at the point now with him doing the sports i'm like hmm maybe i'll start coaching but then i'm like i don't know that i feel like coaching a bunch of four-year-olds like i don't have i can barely coach my own son yeah How am I, I, gonna, don't,
0: <laughs> I don't know if i have the patience level for four years did old. you ever coach at all Um, So I did, I coached after um, school, not necessarily for teams, but for individuals. So I did athletic training for high school, middle school, and college athletes. Okay. Um, So I was right after college, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I had a job lined up after college, it fell through. I had not applied to grad school or law school and figured, you know what, let's, let's try to get some income and figure something else out. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I loved about growing up was my high school and, um, and sports. And I mm-hmm. thought maybe there's a combination there of doing what you love, right? So um, I got into training um, with a training facility and most people I trained were scholarship athletes um, and in lacrosse, which is, if you're in Baltimore or Towson area, you know it's, it's like the It's the, the, the biggest thing, right? It's the mecca of, of lacrosse in the world, which yep. is growing obviously mm-hmm. a lot in the last few years. Uh, Last 10 years, Denver's getting really big into it. California's getting big into it now. Tennessee's big into it. Uh, Florida. So it's definitely growing fast. Um, Not as fast as I thought it would. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're still dealing with the old pastime of of baseball because it's at the same time of the year. Uh, And you have to your point, wanting to live through your kids a little bit. right? You have this generation who loved baseball yep. and lacrosse wasn't around for them. So right. I'm not going to let my kid play lacrosse. Right, exactly. And yeah. now you're getting kids who are, you're getting guys our age who are having kids and it's, they grew up in lacrosse. So right. of course they're going to w- apply lacrosse. Their mm-hmm. kids just like their dads and grandfathers did with baseball.
1: Is it a confusing
0: sport? So at first I feel it is. Um, the concept of, of the st- lacrosse stick in general is yeah. just so different from any other sport that's out there um i I always your field hockey right
1: i always i always people always like yeah it's it's ice hockey on feet i'm like uh what does that mean they're like you can just beat the crap out of each other and just score goals i'm like okay yeah that's kind of like hockey yeah i mean it's
0: it's 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 more similar to soccer um just with a stick and a ball rather than a foot and a ball Um,
1: The, the lacrosse field looks
0: confusing so, I think I think most fields look confusing to people who don't understand the sport. Um, right, which which is
1: which is me, which is why yeah. I'm asking all the questions. Well, so here's what's funny.
0: I've I was training kids in in lacrosse okay. uh, on individual skills, mm-hmm. not necessarily the gameplay. Okay. So for me, it was strength, conditioning work, and skill work. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily okay. Hey, we're gonna run to the field and do this, do this, do this drive or do this play, um, but. I never played a day of lacrosse in my life. Really? Oh yeah, no kidding. So, uh, you know, these kids' parents coming in. Oh, you're gonna teach them this. You're gonna teach them this. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. And then it's like, all right. So, and they like, well, have you played this? Uh, nope, never, never played. Not, not a day of my life. Um, I was not coordinated enough as a kid to play with with the lacrosse deck right. and just didn't have the interest. Sure. My aunt, who grew up around lacrosse players, like tried to get us into it. Mm-hmm. We had n- just no interest in general. Um, And it's one thing I do. I do wish I had played, um, but I also loved baseball and enjoyed baseball, and right. I had the build for a first baseman, so yep. it was great. Um, but the high school, college, lacrosse world was wild. Um, but it was funny training those kids who were on these scholarships. But again, you don't have to necessarily know the sport to train the sport. Mm-hmm. It's all about the same skill, and mm-hmm. it's in in her. Uh, all sports revolve around a first step. Mm-hmm. So every every single sport, the concentration and the focus on that first step is most important. Sure. So when it comes to soccer, that first step, driving off the line, right. going after the ball or going to the ball to kick it. For baseball, going from home base, taking that first step to first. For football, getting off the line of scrimmage, that mm-hmm. first step. For right. track and field, that first step. Everything's mm-hmm. all up but that first step. Right. You could spend 80% of your time focusing on just that. Sure. And you're going to be better than most kids out there just because you're the first one to the ball. That's wild. Then it's getting skills from there. Right. Um, but what's funny is I couldn't even shoot a lacrosse ball. So here I am like <laughs> teaching kids wh- how for to For fun shoot. while they're running and doing drills, trying to shoot at a net. And right. thank God we had like 10 of them lined up so right. I could get it into one of them.
1: Those kids probably taught you how to shoot at a the Oh, they did. Ball.
0: They did. And um, I remember I was training these two goalies the one time and they're like, well, can you just shoot at us? Like take you know rounds on us. I'm like this could go one of two ways. So, uh, we were outside and there was nets all around us, thankfully, because if I aimed, it would never go where I aimed. So here's the problem. It's pros and cons for the kids I was training. Right. Because for them, they have to be able to react to the ball. Mm -hmm. Right. Most goalies react to the shooter. Mm -hmm. So they're looking to see where they're aiming, where they're stepping, where their eyes are going. And they're trying to jump that Mm -hmm. just like in soccer. Right. Think the penalty kicks. Right. They're trying to guess that ball's going to go. Right. That ball could go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So they're looking for some indicator from the actual player of mm-hmm. where they want to go with the ball. Right. Here's the problem with me. I want to aim and shoot <laughs> bottom left. All my body movements are <laughs> right. aiming to bottom left. Right. Ball goes top right. Oh, geez. By accident. Right. So now the problem is it actually worked out really well because they had to train where the ball was going. They had to watch the ball and not me Right. because I couldn't put right. the ball where I wanted Right, Exactly. The same time, I I remember I uh, this is a fun story, funny story and not funny depending on how you look at it. Um, oh, I can already imagine. I shot the ball and hit the guy right in the cup. Oh my god! I felt so bad. You could hear it just thwack it. Did you shatter it? Uh let's just say he fell to his knees and hit the deck and looked up, just like writhing in pain. And there's this terrible, terrible, terrible thing that happens um, that every dad listening to this podcast knows. Um, when you are the one hitting the nuts, there is nothing funny. Nope. There is, it's the end of the world yep. for a good solid 30 seconds. Uh-huh. Feels like an eternity. Mm-hmm. But to everyone else around, they can't help but laugh as hard as they can <laughs> yeah. and we don't know what it is because we, yep. we know the pain oh yeah it's almost like a haha yep I know that pain uh-huh, and it's been like, there it's right. like this camaraderie and pain right. aspect that like it's it's sick wow. like I don't know why we all laugh when that happens but we do and you right. can't help it oh, yeah. and there I am just cracking oh, up. My God. feeling so bad because you just you don't expect you to, be able to have, that, have that power over someone with uh, with that movement right so then the next goalie comes in. He's like, all right, my turn. He's like, you you, you, dummy, you can't let that happen, blah, blah, blah. And three shots later, it happened to him too. And <laughs> he hit like a sack of bricks. I mean, The old nut crusher Dan. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to do it. And like, no, you have to, like you have, we need this. And I'm like, no, like no. I'm gonna, I'm right. gonna stop you guys from having kids. <laughs> right,
1: you're gonna mess their one pe- guy's like, up.
0: and they're throwing up. I'm like, this is just bad, and uh, I had to stop. But um, oh my god, I'm a dangerous lacrosse lacrosse shooter. Let's oh, put okay, that that's good so, to know. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's. I will say for uh, for the kids I trained as well as the as my involvement in sports. There's so much you learn from sports mm-hmm. in general. Um, just a teamwork. Um, there's very little teamwork in your adult life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's funny cause you'll have businesses and they'll say, Oh, well, we're going to go to the escape room after work for team building. <laughs> you're not team building. That's just fun. Exactly. Uh, I mean, unless you're working on one common goal, one common process and working together on something, you're really not team building. Right. Um, and you really don't get those two teamwork aspects. Right. Um, or Hey, we're going to go out for, for a drink after work for team building. No, mm-hmm. that's just fun. Right. Um, when you're really working together through a mission, through a goal, whether it's you know a military mission or a sports game, I mean you're focused on one common thing, and all the things you're doing is to get there. There's a lot you learn from it. There's a lot of leadership skills you learn from it, um, and there's not not to mention just self personal development. So, I think it's great. I think uh, I think kids' sports are very important in their lives. I'm curious and should see what way my daughter wants to go. Whether she wants to go the you know that ballet route, whether she wants to go soccer or lacrosse. Um, if she's anything like her parents, she'd probably be good at basketball right off the bat because <laughs> right. she's gonna be tall. Right. Um, but we'll see what happens. So.
1: And now, time, time for a Rad Dad review. So, to wrap the show up, we're gonna finish with the Rad Dad review like we always do. Not always finish a show, but the Rad Dad review. And this week, I have the Rad Dad review, and I think. It's it, it's good to kind of tie this episode together. Okay. So, you know, back in the day, I guess when we were growing up, those... The canvas chairs, oh yeah, the Different colored chairs, yep. like the camping chairs. All the rage. The all the rage. And
0: then you got one with the cup holder. Oh yeah,
1: if you had the cup holder, you were like the elite ones. And I mean, then they like, came out with the rocking chairs. I mean, we're we're sitting now. <laughs> we're
0: sitting in canvas chairs yeah. now. We'll, what you may not know to upgrade it, uh-huh. reach to your right hand side. My right hand side. Whoa, okay. What is this? You've got the cup holder there. Whoa! But now pull up what's underneath there. And what you'll notice is... Whoa! There is a hidden compartment here, bud. How cool is that? And inside that... Is a cooler. Is a cooler for all your nice cold
1: drinks. We should have reviewed this. (laughs) 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 But anyway, so... um, You know, it ties in. So I was at at, uh, Carson's soccer practice. Uh And, uh, you know, my wife and I are standing there with the baby. And there's this dad just sitting there chilling in this little chair. Like... I, I I kid you not. It may be, I don't know, maybe two by two, just a little square, uh, tiny chair. But it looks super comfortable. Huh. So I walked over to him. I'm like, hey man, that's a really nice chair. Like, where did you get it? Well, actually, let me back up. So he he pulls this chair out of a bag, and it's as it's as big as a ruler. Like, like a foot long. Just it's a foot long, and it's. You know maybe six seven inches around like wow. just super tiny and compact huh unfolds it like sits it down and it's like a full-sized like camping chair i'm like man that's awesome i gotta have that so i walked over to him I'm like hey man uh like what is that like obviously it's a chair but like where did you get it sure he's like uh i actually saw another parent or another yep. dad have it you show me the link is how on it Amazon. So it, it the brand is called Click C L I Q, and it's it's called it's I guess it's mainly for camping, or mm-hmm. they call it like a camping chair. Sure, um, but it's it's super compact. It's it's uh, it holds up to three hundred pounds. Nice, um, which is which is great nice. for me. Yeah, <laughs> great. No, that's, Cur- not, that's all I heard there.
0: <laughs> shot across the uh, shot across the box on that one, bud.
1: Great for you, um, but. You know, gone are the days where you have to carry this big. That was the the bad thing about the yeah. camera shares back. They're in the huge. Day. They're huge. They're they, huge. They got smaller, right? But with, with smaller came quality. They were a pain in the ass to fold up and yep. fit back in the bag that uh, it came in. You couldn't get them back in, right? The bag. So um, this is this is just literally you you un um, velcro it, open it all out. It'll click probably why oh, it's the, the name, name yep. click got it it'll click it so you clump. know no. it clicks, <laughs> it clicks yeah. so you know that it's open <laughs> right and then uh you know you just you just sit in it and then when you're done you can so i got two of them you pack them up and it's in a it's in a bag that's probably half the size of a diaper bag did you bring it with you i did not oh, i should have i should have brought it up i was like, if like, you like see how small it is right kind of like? so the only catch i would say yeah it's on amazon they're $99 a piece. No way. They're very expensive. Wow. They're very expensive. Wow. But I would personally, I think it's made well enough that it's yeah. worth the investment. So I've used it now for probably the last mm, two months. Okay. I mean, I guess it's hard to judge wear and tear. I mean, we I use it every every Saturday for, yeah. an, for an hour. Yeah. Will it hold up? Uh, I don't know. I, w- I hope so. How much is a normal camping chair? Like a normal. <sighs> I mean, they chair? could 30, they, 40 bucks. Yeah, I mean, they. they so I guess
0: you're looking at the price of two. I mean, I guess $99... 100 bucks for a camping chair sounds like a lot. That being said, for the I mean, now I've had I've had the pair over the corner there forever, but right. they're falling apart. But right. you still you can still use them. So mm-hmm. I've definitely got the money's worth. Sure. I'd say these were probably the ones we're sitting in are
1: probably. I don't know, Sixty to seventy-five. Okay, but um, we got it for Christmas presents. See, so, yeah, I don't know. Right, but so I mean, there's, so with the click chairs that I got, they're expensive. They don't come with built-in cup holders. Um, it's a very, it's very basic looking. It's very basic looking. Is it, is it comfortable? It's very comfortable. Okay. You're more. It's more or less like you're leaned back and okay. sitting. It's not like a very upright so it's like a reclined or. a Yeah, over- large it's kind chair. of an upright or more uh, like a over- beach chair. Yeah. Okay. It I mean, so it really is. I would say suited towards camping, sitting around a campfire. Like sure. it's very just relaxed and chill. And
0: well, there. I mean, so then if you if you got the camper family, right? So you, right. you guys got the the camper. So you're gonna you take it both places. Just right. all all kinds of things. I mean. Right. That's, that's one of the nice things we, uh, we'll have to do some less bougie red dead reviews, bud. uh, (laughs) I
1: I know, but (laughs) I would, so I, I would recommend it. Um, it's a little expensive if, if you're kind of on a budget. Um, but if you're between one or the other and
0: you want one that's gonna be compact, easy to put away, easy to set up. hundred percent recommend
1: this. Okay. The the click chairs. But if it, if you're more or less, you want the, the comforts of a cup holder or other things, uh, you know. They have the chairs now that they have built in rockers. Or the cooler them. with it attached, like right. like a brew, brew tank.
0: So right, yeah. exactly. Um, I mean, it's just $100 just doesn't go as far as it used to. I mean, it, it, just, it really doesn't. I mean, so I was I was grilling last night, and um, my I've had this grill for five years, six years, yeah, four or five years. About, about four years. Yeah, I think four we bought years. it when we bought the house. Mm-hmm. So I went to go. Turn it up to 400 and just let it heat up last night Mm -hmm. and scrape all the stuff off the grill. And the uh, the internal flame heat shields are like completely disintegrating. So um, I had to get uh, I had to get some new ones installed. And I went online to buy some replacement parts. um, And I had to make the decision of do I buy the replacement parts or just buy a new grill? Yeah. Ended up buying the parts and it was like 150 to 200 dollars to replace some parts. But I figured it was cheaper to do that than then, go all out and buy right. the new one. So this will last me another three to four years. Right. Then I'll make that investment. Then. Right. But yeah. that's
1: good. Yeah. So yeah, the click chairs, uh, you can get them on Amazon. Like C-I-L-Q. I said, C I L Q. C L I Q. They're not, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. They're expensive, but um, they work for us. And you know, especially having two kids, having a stroller and sure. a diaper bag and we I like enough it, stuff to carry I liked it because of how compact it was yeah. so for us it, it works well nice so I'll we'll have to try it out hey buddy another good episode yeah um, you know sports uh sports are a big deal I guess for our families you know growing up playing playing sure. sports so it was good to talk about um, but I don't know I guess while'll mm-hmm. keep them playing soccer I, I don't know All uh, I know <laughs> is
0: soccer ball and cleats are uh, you don't need as big of a car for that as you do the other, <laughs> really uh, the other equipment. It. If you got the hockey bags, you're gonna have to go for a oh suburban God. or a Tahoe or just buddy. a
1: pickup truck. Yep. Which, yep. <laughs> Which I have Which had plenty have, of them. Exactly. I probably continue. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, bud. Well, it's good doing it in person. Uh, everyone out there, thanks for listening. Thanks for all the uh, good feedback, and see you guys next episode.
1: You